All right, welcome back. George here. Well, you heard Claire Darmody say that uh, Cutting Edge was still uh, trending on Twitter. The brains behind the whole show joins me now, Bill Hughes. Listen, you're having your last Cutting Edge next week. Any chance of me being able to go around like that? Oh, listen, if you want to come, we'd be delighted. Uh, if anybody anybody wants to come, all they have to do is email tickets at mindthegapfilms.com. Our tickets at mindthegap.com. Mindthegapfilms. Mindthegapfilms. Yeah. Dot com, yeah. And you can see uh, Brendan O'Connor in all his glory. However, I want to talk to Bill Hughes, not about cutting edge. I want to talk about music. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Essential songs. Yes. And there is an essential and what song. He, and I'm building up this incredible library on Spotify, uh, George Hook's Essential Songs. Um, what's the latest edition? Well, I think this is going to please you. And I think it'll be a great addition to that particular Spotify bundle that we've got. It's from 1978. OK. Um, and it wasn't a hit initially. But it was re-released in 1979. By the same guy? Yeah, and it became a phenomenal hit. It was softly released in 78, not properly handled by the record company. But in 79, when they got their act together and they put it out, wow, and it started a career. It's called The Sultans of Swing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by oh, yeah. Dire Straits. Yeah. Dire Straits. It's a great, great song. It was recorded at Pathway Studios in North London in July 1977 as a demo. It was Mark Knopfler finally getting a chance to, to do, you know, to put it together. And uh, nothing was happening. It didn't have a deal. <laughs> And so they sent it with four other tracks as a demo. They sent it to this guy that they, they, like they were talking to him, a really good DJ called Charlie Gillett. He had a radio show on uh, BBC Radio London and all they went wanted to was advice. But he put it on air and started to play it on rotation. And two months later, Dire Straits signed a worldwide deal on the dotted line with Phonogram Records. It was playing it on the radio was what got it for them. Right, listen, come here. I have a bit of an idea here. I thought <laughs> I might slip by you. Like, given this music, I could be a DJ and it could be sending me records and everything. Yeah. The latter day, Dave Fanning. Yeah. You could be. <laughs> Dave Fanning revisited. And do you know what would be a great thing? Do you yeah. know what would be a great thing? Do you remember Paola? Was that a mobile phone up? No. no. <laughs> it's where the record companies oh, paid the DJ to yeah. play the record. So I could do Paola I'm, as well. I'm joking. Paola was everywhere. <laughs> Paola was, wasn't Paola the, 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 the modus operandi of the mafia, really? There was right. a lot of so that. Listen, getting how much do we get paid for playing this music? Well, we don't. This because Mark Knopfler doesn't care. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need it. Now, do you know how I, I, and I hope somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. at 53106, but I think I first heard this. There was a video, the greatest hits of American football, and this was the backing music. No. No? It is another song by Dire Straits. Oh, is it? It's called The Walk of Life. The Walk of Life. Yeah. Very, <laughs> yeah. good. Very good. Very good. Thank you, man. The Walk You're of Life. You're an expert in the NFL there as well. There you go. Well, I, I know it because it was a great video. I saw that. But I know, but I do know now, to be fair, mm-hmm. I do know, I, I really like Mark Knopfler and I've heard, and Dire Straits, and I've heard their big hits like. Oh, yeah. And for the musos out there, when he went into studio, he recorded, just to say, he 
he, he composed this song on a national steel guitar in an open tuning. That's just for those who care about this sort of thing. And he didn't think it was uh, very good. So he remembered, I thought it was dull, but as soon as I put my bought my first Strat, in 1977 and he bought a 61 Strat the whole thing changed I've no idea what you're talking about a Strat guitar you know I don't you know drums and you know well sometimes you go off and wax lyrical about the various instruments in a jazz band because of your dad but I'm just telling you a Strat for those guitarists out there they'll know exactly what I mean and uh, the song how the song came about is actually quite funny he was in a pub um, a kind of a music pub and there in London, in Deptford, in oh, London, yeah. South yeah. London, where he was living. And there was a jazz band playing in the corner and the place was deserted. And at the end of their performance, the lead singer announced that they were the Sultans of Swing. And Loeffler found this whole thing. Re- he said they were so dowdy and their whole thing was like so the, but so it inspired the song, uh, the lyric, and it just ins- and that create kicked the career proper. You know, he's he's been an incredible guy. Like with Sultans of Swing, this was written by Rick Moore in the American Songwriter magazine. He said, "With Sultans of Swing, a breath of fresh air was exhaled into the airwaves in the late seventies. Donald Fagan, Tom Waits were writing great lyrics. Jeff Beck and Eddie Van Halen, great guitarists, but Knopfler." He could do both things as well or better than anybody else. And his only influence that was obvious was Dylan. So, you know. Okay. Do you know who I think he looks like? Mm -hmm. David Hemery, who won the 400 metre hurdles in the Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I think so. Again, 53106, if anybody agrees. He's like Chris Martin's older brother. Chris who? Chris Martin. Who's Chris Martin? Coldplay. Was Ooh. married to Gwyneth Paltrow. I have no idea. No, no. Go See, on. there you go. So, Dire Straits, um, the, the lineup of Dire Straits was Knopfler on lead guitar and vocals, his younger brother David Knopfler on rhythm guitar and backing vocals, John Ilsley on bass guitar and backing vocals, and Pick Withers was the drummer. And you know, they went on to the most amazing success. Like that whole first album that they released uh, cost 12 and a half grand. That, that, that the entire the, album. the entire recording of the album, the whole process and mixing was twelve and a half grand, and the to be fair, it has gone on to sell three and a half million copies. Just that that one, All but right. then Brothers in Arms came in nineteen eighty five, and that became the biggest thing Dire Straits could have done, and that sold thirty million 30? copies. So they've sold a hundred million albums. Tell me, yeah. Is he still around? Mark Knopfler is still around. He was born in 1949 in Glasgow. His mother was English and his father was a Hungarian Jew who was an architect and a chess player. And his anti-fascist feelings got him into trouble and he had to run away from Hungary in 1939. And he came to settle in Glasgow and yeah. that's where there he had his two There was a fascist sons. crowd called the Something Cross in Hungary. Yeah. yeah. Something Cross it was called. Yeah. There's a ton of information out there if anybody would tell me on 53106 <laughs> the backing music for the NFL. Uh, Walk of Life. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> the... the uh, 
the fascist group in Hungary, there's something cross, and there was another query I had as well, but go on. <laughs> right, but should we listen to this? Because this is kind of foot-tapping. Even Quilly, uh, the sound engineer who takes a lot to move, uh, will, I suspect, tap to this. Will we give it a lash? Let's give it a lash. Let's give it a lash. The, the walk of life? The, no, Sultans, Sultans of, of swing. swing with Mark Knopfler. We might play both of them. Anyway, Mark Knopfler. Give it a lash there, Quilly. Yeah, 
All right, uh, Dire Straits uh, with Sultans of Swing. Bill Hughes' essential song for this week, available on Spotify. The whole list going back into time immemorial um, on George Hook's essential songs is the Spotify list. A listener says that Brothers in Arms was actually the first album to be remastered for CD. And it was the first album to sell a million copies on CD, Brothers in Arms. All right. So yeah. very successful. But in 1980, Dire Straits nominated for two Grammys for that song, for Sultans of Swing. Uh, they were nominated for Best New Artist and Best Rock Vocal Performance. And, you know, it's amazing that Mark Knopfler has gone on to such a career because he's now the sort of granddaddy of them all in the music industry. Everybody wants to work with him. And he has the list of people he has worked with. B.B. King, Chet Atkins, The Chieftains, Eric Clapton, Bob Dylan, Elton John, Brian Ferry, George Jones, Emmylou Harris, Jules Holland, Van Morrison, Steely Dan, Sting. James Taylor. Okay. He's right. worked with everybody. Right. But I'm not mentioned there. But You're now not, funnily enough. that I'm going to be a DJ getting payola <laughs> for playing records. Anyway, um, I remember giving a demo uh, in the 1980s of a new CD player and they were using Brothers in Arms for it, says... Philip, Mark Knopfler also did the music for Local Hero. Do you remember with Burt Lancaster? He did the music for Local that? Hero. He did the music for Cal with John Lynch. He did the music for The Princess Cal, Bride. Cal, that was by... Beautiful, the Bernard McClafferty's story, yeah. that was, yeah. And he did the music for Wag the Dog, Dustin Hoffman. You know, that or, great that political satire. That was the satire. war, yeah. the thing that yeah. uh, Robert Creating Nero. the war, yeah. 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 Arrow Cross was the name of the fascist group in Hungary, okay. yes, says the listener. Don't end it before the last solo. <laughs> Here's now this thing goes on for about an hour and a half, but we picked out the end specially for you. Here it goes. Oh. Awesome. I tell you, that took some technological skill by Quilly to separate uh, that riff from the main piece and of music. And that's the Strat guitar. That's why I was telling oh, you so much oh, about oh. the guitar the earlier. Guitar. Yeah. Okay. So, but uh, do you want to know about his private life? Mark Knopfler has you been... You have two minutes. I'll have two minutes. Well, yeah. he's been married three times. Oh, lucky him. First to Cathy White, his longtime girlfriend from school days. Uh, they separated and then he moved to London, which is uh, when his career took off. But the first band he joined was called Brewer's Drew. Don't mind his first band. Brewer's why Drew. The That's why wife? I was telling you the name. The his second, second wife. Uh, he, he married in... Bar- well, now you have me. Uh, his... <laughs> He has twin sons from his second marriage, yeah. but he in his third marriage is to the British actress Kitty Aldridge. Okay, and they have two daughters. They got married in Barbados in 1997, and they're still together. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Stephen in Valencia reminds me that the great Greg Lake of Emerson Lake and Palmer uh, died today. Ah. So that's Keith Emerson died last year, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill Hughes and George Hook just keep We're still alive, yeah, sure. And when they burn me, I'll burn for a month. All right, well, I really like that. Good. I must, uh, and you'll find it all on Spotify. And Mark Knopfler wrote Private Dancer for Tina Turner, he, he according wrote, to a listener. He wrote and produced Tina Turner, Bob Dylan and Randy Newman. Like he's he's done so much stuff, 
and it's a very rich career, very varied career, and the guy is a virtuoso. And in much and he demand. looks like David Hemmering. Yeah. Well, okay, and he spent a lot. You of don't even know who David Hemery is. Well, Stop nodding away as if well, you do. He's a runner. I'm, I'm not nodding as though I do. I'm just like, do you know? Do you, you know as much as David Hemery about David Hemery as I do about Stratkin. Do you know the beautiful alignment of three letters WTF? Do you know those when they come together? It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> All right, <laughs> listen. How how can I get tickets for Cutting Edge? Oh, tickets. T- email tickets, T-I-C-K-E-T-S, at mindthegapfilms.com. F-I-L-M-S, mindthegapfilms.com. Listen, nobody is allowed to listen to High Noon unless they can spell. So yeah. there's no need for that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, when you hear tickets now, you think right. T-K-T-S, okay. 